Here we are in episode 52 of the Simple Success Podcast. It's been a year. This is Financial Life Coaching from a Happiness Perspective. Coaching happiness. When you change you, you change everything. How will you be changing you today? Good question, DT. And the answer is, I think of myself as a millionaire with a six-figure annual income. Wow, is that all? Actually, no, it isn't. What else is there? How about I am now an accredited investor. How does that work? I'll tell you. The definition of how an investor becomes an accredited... The definition of how an investor becomes an accredited investor is maintained by the SEC. The SEC? The Securities and Exchange Commission? Yes, the group we talked about in episode 45. And the $1 million? The SEC says you have to be worth $1 million, not including your house, your primary residence. Oh, no big deal. Oh, not as much as it used to be anyway. It's a serious problem for some people, but we can all overcome it if we need to. Experienced investors do. And the $200,000 part? Besides your plans to invest that much next year? It's one of the tests for income provided by the SEC. They say you have to have an income of $200,000 as an individual or $300,000 in joint income as married couples. In addition to the million dollars? Yep, both DT and the million dollars. Okay, so what is an angel investor? And how is it different from an accredited investor? An angel investor is usually a pretty well-off natural person who backs startups and entrepreneurs. That's nice. Yes, even though it's typically in exchange for ownership or a part of ownership. Well, you gotta start somewhere. True, and it can be not far away. Sometimes angel investors are family and friends. I'm still not clear on the difference. It's the different sources of funding. Angel investors use their own money for these private investments, unlike venture capitalists who pool money from other investors in a private equity fund. Essentially, members of the angel network are the opposite of venture capitalists. Any examples I would know? Maybe. Cable TV used to have Marcus Lemonis and a cable show called The Profit, spelled like the gains and not like wisdom. Yes, and he would be a venture capitalist, to be clear. In it for the money, not the story. Any other titles to look out for besides angels? A few. Angel investors are also called informal investors, angel funders, private investors, seed investors, or business angels. Some more experienced angels invest through crowdfunding platforms online or build angel investor networks to pool capital together. You can Google those if you'd like to look at the deal flow. So, you can be an accredited investor but not be an angel? True, DT. Either way, you have to have the money, though. Both have the finances and desire to provide funding for business startups. Just different Just motives. different motives, yes. In fact, startup community company founders often look for angel skills first, finding VCs or venture capitalists to be a bit more predatory. Thanks for saying that for me. Where did the angel name come from? The term angel came from the Broadway theater, when wealthy individuals gave money to save theatrical productions. A different sort of public funding then. Kind of, yes. Who could be an angel investor? All individual investors who are looking for a defined exit strategy. Like? Like getting out completely after a few years. Or maybe a high ROI. How high is the rate of return they want? Sometimes as much as 22%. Aren't there cheaper ways to get money? Another source of funding? Like a bank? Maybe. But cheaper sources of financing, such as banks, are not usually available for such business ventures. Why? Too risky for them. Or at the very least, outside of their wheelhouse. 
as they say, yes. But angel investing is still very important. Again, why? Because angel investing has grown a lot over the past few decades. I consider this investment opportunity a very serious MSI. And it's yet another angle we can explore together if you're interested. I'm quite certain that a break would help our friends digest that one. I think you're right. With the additional time, it has to sink in. Hello, everyone. This is John with the Simple Success Podcast. Financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Because we know you want to show us some serious love in return for the tremendous benefits you get from us. Please head over to the support link in our written show notes. That's the words on your podcast player. There, you can choose from a $9.99 per month doing level of support, a $4.99 knowing level, or a basic intro level of just $0.99 per month. Whichever you choose, thank you so much for helping us do this for you. To leave us a voice message which just might see the light of day in a future podcast, go to those same written show notes. You'll go to a site where you can leave a video, audio, or text-only message, depending on how you feel at the moment. You can also send us an audio file attached to an email if you use more than just your phone for stuff. I won't repeat those links because weird. And anyway, show notes. It's all in there and it's all easy. Have you ever tried to get any angels? I have, as a matter of fact. When was that? It was in 2016, about five years ago. Tell us about it. So I ran across this guy and his group. I don't remember where, LinkedIn probably. And they were having some meetings and workshops about preparing pitch decks. Pitch decks? The name for slide presentations designed to excite individual private investors into making you an offer to start negotiations. Sounds like a pretty big job. It is mostly, and it requires a team, which is an important part of this whole idea that I didn't yet understand. And maybe the organizer didn't understand yet either. But you're going into this by yourself. Yes, which is another reason why I like patience so much. And the feeling like I can do things more than once and it's okay. I don't have to get it right the first time. That's what I'm doing. That is one of the things I'm trying to pitch here. Back in the day, there was nothing but a huge availability of software packages and presentation tools. For? To help you create those pitch decks I mentioned. It was its own industry. Can this affect your goals? Absolutely. A super successful business turned into an MSI and made part of your whole income plan? Are you kidding me? If it's successful, there's that DT. If it's successful, it can, in itself, take pressure off other areas to also perform. Your whole portfolio plan could change? That's right, DT, and that's okay. We're being flexible. We adjust our plan on the fly to accommodate the biggest winners. Well, that's not very unusual. No, it's not. And that's a good thing. We're winning and we're calm about winning. You know, I think about what it was like making that presentation. Yeah, what was it like? It was interesting. I had to go there not knowing what to expect, not knowing what my competition would be providing, not knowing who would be there or even what their motivation was. Fortunately, the place had lots of exits even though I didn't need them. And how did it go? It was in a crowded, warm, not terribly well-lit bar. Fortunately, most of the crowd was in on the presentation idea for an angel investment. We didn't have to yell over everybody all the time. But still, it was challenging. Were you successful? No, I wasn't that time. This circles back to patience, though, because as I reflect on it, with this attitude of calmness and learning applied, 
I see that it was okay. It was important to do that, to jump in and get my feet wet. Even though I didn't get it right, I know what better to do the next time around. The point was that you did it. Yeah, I did, and I had to do it. I had to learn from first-hand experience. There was no way I could get that second-hand or third-hand or whatever. And should you do it again the next time? Should I or would I? Should you? Should I do it again? I know what to do better from the experience of having tried it. Like from time to time when we try breaks. Yeah, like that. We know a lot about you already because we know ourselves. For example, we know that you know how to listen to our podcast. We also know that you probably know how to subscribe. The reason every podcast asks you this is because when you subscribe, you automatically download all future episodes of that podcast. This means better rankings for the podcast, more attention from advertisers, and more money. And this means more and better stuff for you. So your motivation is simple and easy. Subscribe today, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Oh, oh, and don't just try to subscribe. There is no try. There is only do. We're changing the way we look at things. And remember, that's good. Eso es bueno. Semo. Also remember, this is financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Coaching happiness. Our call to action is right in the show notes. Find it and you win too. There was a while ago, a bunch of people who were interviewing to see which of them could lead a mountain expedition. Describe the room they were in. DT, I'm working on being a better storyteller, as you know, but I'm not quite ready to go there yet. Next year, then. Okay, but what about now? I would just go on. Right. There was also a psychologist. And his job was? To make sure that the person who led the expedition was the person most mentally fit to do so. So how did that go? It went very well, actually. This psychologist asked this of every person interviewing to be on the team. I would have loved to be a fly on that wall. Me too. And while many of them said, I'm sure going to try, or I'll give it my best, one person, one person, one person with the relevant experience said, without needing any considerable time, yes, I will. That sounds oddly familiar. Oh, well, that's because the Spanish and French translations, respectively, are Eso es bueno and Ouija la Faye. Oh, that's where I've heard it, since we focus on language a lot. Among other things, yes. But make sure you don't forget this point. Which is what? He said, yes, I will. Oh, there was a confidence in his voice. Yes, in his voice, in his attitude, in his mind, in his being. He visualized himself at the top of the mountain, successful, no matter how hard it was, no matter what anybody else said. That's kind of like your one percent better idea, isn't it? You know that's not my idea. Okay, yes, I was being nice for a change. Not your idea, the idea. It is similar, yes. And how does that work exactly again? Well, it's a concept which has been turned into a meme and motivational speeches and lots of different things, maybe even NFTs. But the idea is totally in line with my idea with my policy of predetermining and even scripting gains. Scripting gains? I'll get into more detail about that in future pods. The general idea for now. Okay, here goes. Write this down. Yes, use a scratch pad, but please, please do the math for yourself. What if you hate math? Do it anyway. You'll improve with practice in math and in the goal you're working on here. Okay, let me help. 
you're starting with today and today is 1.00 and if you improve by 0.01 then tomorrow it's 1.00 plus 0.01 or 1.01 right dt you are one percent better tomorrow now what if you do that every day for an entire year 365 days 365 and a quarter days to be exact geek you will be 37 times better at whatever that thing is investing speaking writing running loving whatever by the end of the year yep by the end of the year you'll be 37 times better than when you started just one percent per day yes dt just one percent per day but that makes practicing easy too easy for you i didn't say that but you admit that easier can lead to better unless you use it for an excuse true but we'll say that you don't do that instead you practice more, which means better practice. After which, you'll get good. Gracias por escuchar. A la prochaine. In this Simple Success Podcast, as well as in our webinars and masterclasses, we very much want to hear your story. Well, to be real, in future episodes of the podcast, webinars, and masterclasses. And this means you. Your participation is critical to our mutual simple success. It's important to know how you think what you've thought, what you've tried, and what you've been unsure of trying, as we told you at the beginning. And as you also find in the show notes, we have ways you can contact us. It involves a special link where you can leave us a voice message, which just might see the light of day in a future podcast. We may have an email address for you as well in the future, and we'll let you know if that happens. Together, we're going to make it great. We're going to do what even we didn't think possible. This podcast and our other podcast are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes Techno King, John C. Brandy, Fact Checker, Abraham Lincoln, French Consultant, Virginia Mitchell, Media Expert, Favor, Abasi Ike, Psychologist, Sigmund Freud, Rabbit Hole Advisor, Dr. Mark Parrott, Sound Designer, Guglielmo Marconi, Spanish Consultant, Cameron J.K. Brandy, Videographer, Alfred Hitchcock, Audio Props, Les Paul, and inspiration goes to Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, and Bob Proctor. We also have a website, and you can subscribe to both podcasts. You can even send us a video, audio, or text message. But of course, you'll have to head to the show notes, either on your phone or on the web, to actually get links and stuff. I mean, I could read the URLs where you could subscribe, support, or leave one of those video or audio messages, but you really don't want me to do that. And those explicit and clickable links are in the show notes. Finally, you can find us on Podmatch, where we consider guests, as well as consider guesting on other people's pods. And really, finally, the music for our pods comes from Cute by Ben Sound and from Piano Background by Nick Simon Adams, both on freesound.org. 